Check, check, check. Oh, I gotta turn. Alright, I'll be right back. Hello? What up? What's up, y'all? You guys there? What is up, everybody? Hello, bears. You guys there? Yeah. No, I, I think we're really breaking through on uh, audio and, and video. No big deal. I, I updated the OBS. That was the main thing. It wasn't even my Wi-Fi. It was that my OBS wasn't updated. And now that I figured out the microphone situation and what was happening before, and then I'll get into the jokes, but... I have it monitored now so that I can um, check the audio before, but my headphones weren't in, so it was causing feedback. All right. And do the acid, acidity trippity effect. I posted no nudes in Discord rule. Dave isn't happy. Thinks it's okay to have Asian and ginger nude channels. I disagree. Oh, I don't see why we need the nudes in the Discord. I mean... Uh, I don't know. I don't really understand why. I think Discord can stay unnuded. I mean, I'm not anti-nude, but like I just don't, you know, I just don't really get it. That could get very aggressive. It's your call, guys. Discord's your thing, you know? I mean, I'm not the bit, I don't think that, like whenever I'm in group chats and the dudes just start getting like real nude heavy, like, oh, look at this chick's tit, like not even like sexual. It's like, Oh, look at this chick's tits covered in spiders. Ew, right? I'm like, delete. So just, I don't know. It's it's Herman's call. Whatever, whatever you guys want. Dave. His name's Dave. I mean, if you listen to a guy named Dave, that's that's kind of your thing. They have their own rooms. It's an ongoing thing. I mean, if you guys, you know, Chad says it's weird. He lives in uh, in a third world. Asian nation, where I'm pretty sure their whole economy is based on nudes and sex slavery. Herman, well, it is there because it leaks into general chat. I feel like you guys can just handle that. Like, if someone's posting a lot of... Oh, Herman's great. If someone's posting a lot of nudes, can't you just kind of... Just bite them? Just bite at them? Yeah, we can discuss it later. Facebook is starting to pilot programs to obtain nudes. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, I feel like Mark Zuckerberg is a, is a real faggot. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think that that's, uh, there's a lot of creepy stuff going on. I just listened to that Rogan podcast with Brett Weinstein, and that was, uh, I might give up my smartphone, man. I might, I might do flip phone, but every time I've tried, they just keep pulling me back. I want to almost make my entire social media presence YouTube streaming because I love you guys and chatting. That's why I don't want to give it up. I actually think Twitter's good for my, my brain and it's also good for writing. But it's it's kind of addictive, man. It's just straight up is. Like sometimes I, I just get I, 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 I get so into data. 
So uh, I'm barely on Facebook. I never go on Facebook. I think Facebook is uh, it's pretty much as close to obviously evil as it gets. Instagram's cool, but there's no like conflict or, or just rapid dopamine and cortisol on there. Twitter is just, it's like a, a fight club in there, except your brain. You don't get a broken nose. All right, ICMTV. Thanks for the Snapchat, bud. Two Mexicans playing basketball, one on one. That is a good one. Two, uh, two Mexican firefighters, Jose and Hose B. Aha. Uh, a Mexican Jorge's got to be something. All right, slight echo. I can I can get, get that way down there. Twitter's for gladiators. It is. It, it, it can hone, it can really hone a concept before you put it on stage. You know, it's almost like uh, lifting weights if you're like an NFL player. The topic of nudes will be handled within the Council of Mods. I like that. I like that you got a whole thing going. What's up, Bears? Hey, Guck. What's up, Guck, Guckarino? It's a negative fest. Oh, it, it's, it's negative temperatures up there? I'm down in New York. I'm at Levity Live all weekend if anyone wants to come. <laughs> Gab is in an echo chamber, all right. All right, what uh Yeah, I don't like echo chambers. Everyone's talking about Gab, but I don't want to just be in a place where I just agree with everybody or like, because then you just divide again. Like then you just make another divide and that, that's what the left uh, is doing constantly. Like they make a rule or they make some psychotic proclamation and then they eat themselves and I don't know. Uh, it's locomotive breath. Oh, locomotive breath. I remember. Sorry about that, buddy. Joe Stevenson's in the house. Dude, I miss you, man. You used to always be be hanging. I even texted you the other day. I missed you. It's, it's been a while, bro. All right, let's go through jokes. Oh, did you guys see that Twitter shit that was just going down? It's pretty funny. This uh, Portland comedian's got my number, man. They're coming after me. I think I rolled into town and did some real crushing because some of the staff said that... Uh, my laugh level is, was, you know, pretty high, and that's not a brag. That's just because uh, Portland is so not a city of comedy. I mean, there's so many local comics in cities that are so funny. Like, you go, to, you go out in Houston, or you go out in Dallas, or you go out in Chicago, or you go out in, uh, I mean, um, Corpus Christi had some crushers. Because a lot of these uh, people are really young and... Um, not even always young, but just hungry. And they love comedy. A lot of them work all week, and they just can't wait to get up on stage and, and tell their jokes. And, and some of those people are some of the funniest people I've ever seen. When you get into propaganda comedy, which is what Portland is, or like this super political comedy, and people may say I'm a political comedian these days, I'm just mocking what my instincts tell me to mock, which is what is not being touched, and it's that. You know? used to be fanny packs. I'm, I'm just a dog who smells meat. And, uh, man, are they not funny. And they're coming at me, man. Like this one guy, I, this guy, where is he? Uh, and then we'll get to jokes. Zachary Elwood, verified account, Portland guy. It's like, you can't write this stuff. You can't invent these soy boys. I mean, they're boys that just reek of soy. Ah, he just started mocking me for crowdfunding my my 
theater tour, which is nuts because one of the theaters may be seven grand to rent. So anyway, I have no shame in that, obviously. But uh, then he started talking about, oh, okay, you're, uh, you joke about slavery because you're a white supremacist. I don't want to get it wrong. Hang on. Ah, I don't care if I get it wrong. This guy's a douche. But he's like, oh, yeah, you do that slavery joke about white supremacy. Yeah, I've heard about you. It must be real funny to, to talk about hating blacks or whatever. And so, right, this is better than any joke you've ever written, you hack. And I, and I tweet him the progressive slave owner bit. And um, he just kept going, just kept pushing it. And I just kept giving him options. I'm like, just say you're sorry, man. It's all good. We all just move on. Right now you're in the, the pits of, you're just in the shadow of darkness, man. And I can't forgive you until you, until you get yourself out of that hole. And, uh, and then I go on his profile, and the dude is a soybean activist. I mean, you can't write this shit. He's like, new things about soy. And I kept telling him he had a really small mouth, even though that made no sense. I've never seen his mouth. But I can't get enough of these people. They call me a, they call me a Nazi. Wow. And uh, I, I was saying that in an earlier stream, that... Uh, I told that to my wife, Amy, who's probably the sweetest person on the planet. And she just goes, without even thinking, she just goes, what a bunch of fucking losers. All right, let's go through jokes. So I got a bunch of premises and I'm now starting to structure the, uh, the hour special that thanks to your super chats and kind generosity at hugepianist.com and everybody that donated will be getting a uh, producer credit, which is pretty, pretty fun. Uh... I think end of February or maybe early April, but end of February probably is when we'll shoot it in Saranac Lake. Uh, so I'm, I'm really structuring it and I got to get the window open so I can see what you guys have to say because I need to riff. I need to riff with my people, yo. With my bears at? Where are my bears at? Okay, so I came up with an idea. Man, where's the, I hope I didn't just end the stream. God, I'm so fucking bad at this shit. All right, here we go. It's still going, right? Okay, like I'll give you an example of what we got to do right now. Um, like you guys know my joke about like, you're literally Hitler. And so my response is thanks, but not yet. And that gets a laugh. But uh, I didn't have a setup to what made someone call me little, literally Hitler. Because then I use it as a tag later, you know? But uh, I came up with some ideas. One was, um, one was, uh, I, just, I just asked someone at a party, like, do black people chop wood with an ask? That could be funny. Like something a little, little racial, but funny and not, not hateful, but just like funny. So that's an opportunity. Uh, what do I got here? I got to see your chat because I got to see what you guys are thinking. You're, you're literally Hitler. So that, the ask thing is funny. So he's a koi soy. You believe the country should have borders, literally Hitler. I know, but I want something that's actually like pretty, like pretty, 
not even political, like just something funny and, and innocent, but a little, you know, a little, there's a bite to it. Yeah, like Axe. Yeah, that, all right, here we go. What else we got? One was, uh, I was going to be like, man, I don't even care about boxing, but for some reason, I really want Conor McGregor to win. <laughs> That's another one. How many watermelons do blacks eat on average? That's a funny one. All right, I'm going to start writing these down. All right, where is this? Where's literally Hitler? Oh yeah, I'm not doing the Kilroy event. No, no chance. Like they were having people sign like disclosure and stuff for zero money and doesn't even make sense to me. I'm like, no. Signing a, signing a, uh, an agreement that you won't talk about an event and the event is a free speech event. Like if, if that doesn't strike irony in the hearts of the most cynical, I don't know what does. Where is literally Hitler? I'll just write one down. Literally Hitler. All right, so how many watermelons do blacks really eat? Uh, I'm the least funny person ever. No, people that think they're not funny are usually the funniest people. Gregor to win is a no-brainer. Floyd is a woman beater. <laughs> no, but I mean something like innocent. Like, man, do blacks like melons due to their high melanin? Oh, that's funny. Melanin. Innocent, innocent questions. I believe Israel's capital should be Jerusalem. You're literally Hitler. I know, which is insane. I mean, think about, think about how deeply crazy that is. Uh, fried chicken is a white person thing. It's, it's, it's both. Oh, I'm actually that stupid. I didn't even realize you're joking. Uh, that was my issue with killing my Floyd country. I right, heard the one about the baby seal walked into a club. It's pretty funny. I did one of those DNA tests, and apparently I have West African ancestry. I guess that explains my love of chicken and watermelon. That's a funny one. Or just say, like, how, how awesome is Trump? <laughs> yeah, it has to be innocent. It has to be innocent. It has to be something that any of us could have thought of. Preferring Coke to Pepsi. If you like Pepsi, you're literally Hitler. I, uh, am I Christian? Yeah. I'm not like uh, super intense with it, but I, you know, I was raised Christian. And after, like, as time went on, I realized that uh, if I didn't acknowledge that I was religious, I was filling, uh, I was filling that, that space with just random dumb shit. Where, where I, would, I would treat like literally stupid shit as a religion. Like I, I'm naturally, I'm born to like pray to a God. So in Christianity is awesome. And I was raised Christian. And if I, the more I didn't acknowledge that, the more it was just like, dude, our father who art in CrossFit, it's just so, are whites from Africa allowed to say nigger? Everyone's allowed to say nigger. Oh, that's the question. That's funny. Are whites from Africa allowed to say nigger? All right, I think we got a lot for that one. You aren't fluent in insufferable hipster or feminist kind, so you have trouble understanding most people in <laughs> uh, Portland. I mean, make sure I, I got my uh, super chats because I really appreciate you guys super chat, and this allows me to not die. All right, I have outdoor space in my farm in central New Jersey for a show. That's sick. What I need is um, 
Buffalo, the place fell through, which is infuriating because I got a guy in here that wants to get like 50 tickets. So I'm working on that. And uh, Minneapolis is looking like early April or I need a venue in Minneapolis. And we can make it anywhere. But Chicago, New York City, Cleveland are locked. And uh, I don't know, we're working on it. Is it racist to tell a white dude from South Africa to go back to Africa? That's funny. Like, is it racist to tell Dave Matthews to go back to Africa? Dave Matthews, go back to Africa. All right, we got plenty for that one. Right, let's go through these. Uh, so I have the retarded joke with the PC story. I, I'm thinking, like, because I, I can't do the gondola bit anywhere else besides Portland, but I really love this one mechanic of that joke, which was the people going through the step process of building a gondola in the middle of a city that goes to a hospital for a billion dollars. You know, it's like, we have a billion dollars. Do you think what I'm thinking? Gondola? Gondola. And so I want to put that somewhere else. I'm thinking like retarded where it's like, I want to show the scene when they started, when they made retarded the PC term, which it is. You know, like it was like moron and idiot were the words that, that no one wanted to use anymore and imbecile because they were actual categorizations of IQ and we had just finished with a eugenics program. Um, and the only remnants of that is, is of course, Planned Parenthood, which is deeply ironic, but uh, Planned Parenthood, it's dystopian. We will plan your parenthood. And so uh, I wanna do, cause retarded was a word that had nothing to do with people with any mental deficiencies, but it just meant underdeveloped. And so I wanna think of like a PC 1930s guy that's like, well, let's let's not say moron anymore. I mean, there's still literally like, I mean, we kill a lot of these, a lot of those guys. It's like, so what do we call those guys? It's like, I mean, there's no way anyone would be offended by retarded. That's just how you like describe like something that puts out a fire, like a something that doesn't let bread rise. Oh, for it's funny you say Forrest Gump. I did it. Oh, that was one of the ones I was gonna do for. You're literally Hitler. Is I wanted to say. My favorite AIDS rom-com about a retard was Forrest Gump. Uh, what did Overton say? Went to the Ren Fair with my friend Wong and they let him try out the joust. One of those knights got pissed. We put a chink in his armor. Ah, that's hilarious. Chink in his armor. We're about to write that down. Chink in his armor. Have you guys heard of Joe Exotic? Pretty sure his fan base is Owens as well. He could bring you on stage if you ever played Oklahoma. That's cool. Is Forrest Gump allowed to say retarded since he was right above the threshold? The thing about retarded is there is no threshold. It's not an actual defined thing. It's just a word. We need to retard abortion. Ah, oh, that's funny. We need to retard aborting retards. I'm going to write that down. We need to retard aborting retards. I mean, they have a right. They have a right to be born. Uh, we need to retard aborting retard. Is great. You think coal miners should be the exempt from blackface? That's funny. How do I do that one now? Let's all stop saying funny. It's derogatory. <laughs> 
If Planned Parenthood is part of a... Well, I got a Planned Parenthood joke I'm going to do. Is uh, I'll get to that. I'll just get through these. So, we need to retard aborting retards is a good one. Owen likes winter and puns. We must duel to the death. <laughs> Have you seen the stuff about European countries aborting Down syndrome? Yeah, that's why I went. Like, I freaked out one night. Oh, coal miners. I'll figure that one out. Yeah, and I'm, I think that's, like, crazy. Who are the fastest readers? Oh, this is going really fast. I love how many people showed up to this. You guys are seriously great, man. I was very niggardly. Oh, yeah, he used the word niggardly as a good one. Dog whistles. You know who only hears dog whistles? Dogs. All right, then I have the faggot joke. That's pretty... That's pretty legit. And then rainbow. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to start with when, when were the, the gays going to give the rainbow back? And I was, uh, I was alerted that Rogan, um, Ralphie May and one other guy also do a joke about the gays and the rainbows. But if it's a premise, that's not a, anything. That actually means it's a good joke because it's an archetypal joke. And that's like an obvious thought, you know, how did the gays get the whole rainbow? My take on it was the, uh, and I wasn't aware of Rogan or Ralphie. You know, that's like saying someone already does a joke about men and women being different, you know. Hang on, they thought they had found evidence of life on other planets. Turns out they were wrong. It was just a bunch of fetuses. <laughs> that's pretty funny. You aren't fluent in sufferable hipster. Oh, thanks, Chief Bear. Uh, and you, oh, and you signed my son's bear. I was at the Saturday Night Show and you crushed they had some stone-faced libtards there to be outraged, so I even laughed harder at it. At, uh, rub it in, lol. Thanks, Jake. I appreciate you, bud. Have a, um, yeah, I mean, I don't care if they don't find me funny. I mean, they, they, they have thrown a wrench in my career, and like sometimes people are like, yeah, I mean, you really got to leave the trolls alone on, on Twitter. And it's like, said the guy who just gets booked by clubs. I had been getting booked by clubs for seven straight years. I've been headlining clubs without any problems. Now, within after that October, this magical October, when everything changed in my life with the trans kid stuff and the Sean King thing, when I made fun of him for clearly not being black, um, nothing. Because people will, will harass clubs and call me a Nazi. And that social stigma is powerful because people, most people are bitches. They, they want no risk even if they know it's not true. And so then they try to force themselves into thinking it's true or else they feel like cowards. It's a horrifying cycle. But we can get around that. We just have to find some venues. But it's doable. First time to catch you live. Love your podcast. Thanks, Cross Pond. Big layoffs recently at Planned Parenthood Parts Department. Ah, that's funny. I don't get why we keep giving so much foreign aids. <laughs> uh, all right, so, okay. And you can always DM me on Twitter. I've caught up with most of the uh, tweets if you have any ideas to any of these jokes because I'm trying to really get a tight set. Chad, what do you have to think? I think we got it wrong with the blacks because the Jews are very niggardly and the blacks tend to spend freely. You are literally Hitler. Good joke. I got to give it to you, Chad. Uh, if you shut up, you disappear. Totally will. That's the point I was trying to make. Sometimes these chats distract me, but you're so valuable, I have to read it. 90% of stand-up comedians drop the DN and are just straight commies. Whoa, comic is just commie. Yeah, I'm writing it down. 
Comic is now Kami. So the Planned Parenthood joke I was going to do, is that the one I was, I forgot about? Uh, this is what I was pausing. Uh, how was I referring to? Oh, someone said, think about all the positives that come, came from this. I, you have no idea. My life is so much better. It's like, I can be honest. My fan base is like, increased what a hundred times and i'd had two comedy central specials three years on a sitcom like fallon leno all that shit and it's like being honest and being like very sincere is what makes people drawn to comedians and i've given a lot of comedians dm me now because they don't want to say anything publicly because they don't want to be blackballed and they're like hey man you're like a hero to me um like what do i do and that's always my advice. I'm like, dude, just be super honest. Don't listen to them, those people at all because they never end up in any positions of power. And if they do, they've lost everything that would make them enjoy the power. That's the deal with the devil, right? Where it's like, if you kneel to like this deal with the devil, when they say, here, you want to be on Netflix? Say these things. And someone will go, okay, because when I get on, it'll be worth it when I get up there. The process it takes to kill your own spirit will make it so once you get what you what the exchange with the devil was for, you don't feel it. And that's the ultimate deal with the devil, you know? It's like it's like uh getting a Ferrari with no gasoline, you know? Uh being granted eternal life and then getting a life sentence, getting all the books in the world and breaking your glasses. It's it's always like that because if you lose your mechanism of being able to feel joy or pride, it doesn't matter the, the material rewards you get. And a lot of you guys, I think I draw that type of person to me and you guys draw it out in each other, which is amazing. The, um, just that like, just that spirit of, of, of knowing all the currencies in the world and that money is a, an important currency, but it's one of 50. Self-respect, health, communication, not feeling alone, you know, not getting out of depression, exercise, the ability of seeing the sky. These are all, you know, being close to your family. Like having a purpose in life is more valuable than anything else you can possibly imagine. And uh, my life changed when I had a kid. When it's like, when it's like, it's up to me to keep him alive or what. And it was the first real time in my life when I put someone else above me. I put people above me in ways, but never like, I'm gonna like he's I'm gonna put he's more valuable to me than myself. All right, Marlo, in, ref, in reference to Iceland or whatever, solving Down syndrome, that's like saying I don't want my wife to be robbed, so let me murder her. It's pretty crazy, because the whole abortion argument is is rape incest, right? So if you're like married and gonna have a kid with someone, they say the odds are one in three hundred that they may have Down syndrome. A, if if the doctor told me and Amy that our our kid that is on the way had Down syndrome, we would welcome that child with open arms, obviously. And so it's so crazy to me that like people would just rather kill someone with Down syndrome. And then also, it's still one in 300. So 299 out of 300 is a, is a healthy child. Not that people with Down syndrome aren't healthy. They can be very healthy. But you're, you'd rather kill the kid 
And all these progressives are more offended by the word retard than killing a fucking retard. All right. Contentment. That is the real happiness. But oh, riddle me this. Someone said, but that's you, though. Yeah, I did a whole thing earlier this morning about my stance on abortion. I'm not telling other people how to live their life. If someone wants to abort their unborn child, that's on them, man. Because I don't think making something illegal would change culture at all. It never does. In fact, it usually leads to um, criminality and just unrest. I, like when, when I think pro-life should be more about promoting life. Like promoting a culture of wanting kids and seeing how valuable they are and letting people make their own decisions. You know, and then once society gets to a place where they see abortion as rape or murder or anything else, they would then choose the law. The law comes after culture. If you do a law before culture, you, you get, you get, uh, you get, you know, when they banned alcohol and they basically just create the mafia. You know, look at what happened when they tried to ban weed. Look what happened when they tried to do anything. Taxes. Taxes. The whole, the whole point of an accountant is to not, to get around taxes. Because when you know something is, but murder is illegal though. Right. My point isn't whether or not abortion is immoral. I believe abortion is immoral. <clears throat> but tons of people don't. And I think we really would run into a problem if you try to make it illegal and you have women that are having abortions still and uh, and they get back alley abortions or, you know, a culture telling. This is the worst part. There's another reason I don't call like women who have had abortions murderers and shit. If a culture is telling you that like abortion is is you should have pride in it and it's women empowerment and shit and they do it and then feel this regret and and they're also a victim in this like our culture needs to get stronger man we got to stop putting shit on the government to do it for us like we should get to a point <coughs> where like you raise your kids to value life all right let's see what we got here my brother once dropped his baby he was afraid he broke something i told him don't worry about it you can always swing by planned parenthood grab some spare parts that's dark but funny they told my sister that her first daughter was going to have Down syndrome. Guess what? She didn't have Down syndrome. She's brilliant. I know. This is my joke about Down or uh, Planned Parenthood. I'm like, I never really thought about um, abortion or really set a public stance about it. I, I'm just pretty much pro anything, whatever people want to do if it's victimless, because I didn't really understand what it's like to feel, you know, life inside of somebody and all that shit. And I was like, but it, it's chilling once you start seeing pride in it. Like, and the joke is going to be, you know, abortion used to be like, if, you know, if a mother's life is threatened, if someone's raped, it's kind of a shameful thing. But like, if a woman has to do it, she has to do it. Now it's like, they have like slogans. It's like, if he doesn't pull it out, we will. <laughs> That's my joke. It's hearts and minds, not laws. 100%. And we all know that. Like, we all know that. We just don't want to uh, admit it because it takes effort. You know, it's like a tax on soda isn't going to affect fatness. We're trying to put the fact that we're fat on the government to like fucking tax it. My ex's mom had an abortion in 84 and she still cries over it. That's what really made me change my mind and made me want to speak out about it. It wasn't men, it's women. It's like the narrative of, of that uh, men are the, are the ones pushing to control women's bodies women that have had abortions, a lot of them, not all of them, some of them are like, yeah, I pulled one out this morning, no big deal. They usually have, get Netflix specials pretty quickly after though. Uh, 
deep regrets, deep crying, a lot of crying. And uh, I'm just so glad that me and Amy never had to face any of those issues or, cause that's what really hits them is when a woman has an ab abortion and later they have a child, that's when it hits them hard. And I feel for the women. I don't want to, I don't want to tell them that they're evil. I want to tell the culture to not keep telling women that the consequences don't have, you know, that actions don't have consequences, you know? I wish I was raised with a stronger set of morality. Like I wish my parents are Christian, but I wish that they had been like, really don't fuck up because there's no going back with some of these fuck ups, you know? Uh, like I'll give you an example of my parents, how, like how they are. My, my candle for my communion or my um, baptism candle, they called it entrance into Christian community and not because my mom wasn't ready to admit an original sin because she said, like, my mom is such a good mom. Like, she's passionate about being a mom. She quit her job to raise us and she had a PhD, right? Like, she was like one of those, like, uh, chicks that was all about career and shit because she came from a pretty abusive family and just didn't want to have to trust men. And uh, once she had my brother, she didn't go back to work for 15 years. Once she looked at a baby, and she said that's when she stopped believing in original sin. And I think she does again now because I think it's, it's, it's the, the concept of like we're born still with like animal in us. Like we like the sin of, of what we've done, of leaving Eden. And it all really does make a lot of like um, hyper reality sense, like archetypal sense. It really does. All right. Anyway, I got to stay funny. I'm not being funny. Yeah, no, she called it my entrance into the Christian community because she said she looked at us and said, there is no sin in this child. And I find that very powerful. Um, Overton says, women did nothing wrong. The doctors who provide abortions, on the other hand, well, the other hand is red. Yeah, dude, and especially, especially like, I mean, there are states with like abortions up 25 weeks. I would, I would adopt these fucking kids if they're white. I'm just kidding. Obviously, I said that same joke one other time, and uh, so someone wrote me a long email that she was a fan of mine, and like was really concerned that I uh, about that statement and like why I wouldn't have a, a black baby, and I'm like, I was totally joking, like saying something extremely uh, ethical, and then saying something really petty is really funny to me, where it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the day collecting garbage on the streets, unless the streets you know, where the blacks live. Cause you know, they, I mean, I can't collect them. They're the real garbage. Like, that makes me laugh. Cigarette tax takes food from mouths of children of smokers. I know, right? Like the, the government can't do anything for us. We have to do it ourselves. If some, if a lot of you guys are pro-life, I've seen it. Like you guys, if, I thought I get annihilated by people for saying that. Think pro-life more than anti-abortion because people can obsess over what they hate. That doesn't do anything. Like obsess over like, like life, life, pro-life. Randy, come to Detroit Big Bear and we'll rally the local unbearables. Rehab Bear, what's up Rehab Bear? I just gotta find venues, man. Have a couple beers at the show. Thanks Socrates Johnson. What a great name. If we outlaw abortions, we lose all need for wire hangers. Yeah, the wire hanger industry would plummet. Syntaxes are useless. I know, because a lot of people, think about it. If you smoke, you are already saying that you would rather feel that nicotine than, than stay living. 
And I chewed tobacco for 15 years. Trust me, I know the feeling. Where you, uh, where you're like, I, this could kill me, but whatever. Do you think a dollar is gonna do anything? Like an extra dollar. Like you're literally killing yourself for very momentary pleasure. Or be pro-choice, man. You guys are having a really fun talk. Or be pro-choice like Crowder. Right, Crowder has a good way of looking at it. He's pro-choice, four choices. Abstinence, uh, so, uh, safe sex, adoption, and then there's one other one. Yeah, pro-life is where it's at. Okay, the abortion being legal, not illegal. I, I don't know. You guys are gonna probably get in some uh, arguments but just as someone from an outside perspective that's like been down these roads a lot, and I know you guys have too, it's not worth just bickering about the shit. You know, it's like, if one of my best friends said that they had aborted a baby because of Down syndrome, I, I would judge them for that. But it wouldn't necessarily be, it wouldn't be a relationship ender. That's just one element of their relationship. You know, if someone tells you they rape a kid, you, you kill that guy. Like, I think that there should be some killings. Like if there's a sexual prior that, that, that just can't seem to end up in jail, I just see that's, that's where my community stuff really takes a turn. When I'm like, it's up, it's up to us to like police ourselves. It's like, well, that guy raped 10 chicks and a kid and no one's putting him in jail. I'm like, does anyone have a, a pig farm? <laughs> hey, screw you guys. Smoking tastes really good. Still quitting, but so good. Well, that's why my brother rolls cigarettes. Everyone always thinks he's smoking weed. Uh, he rolls cigarettes because what he did is he started rolling cigarettes to get natural nicotine and also it slows him down. All right, let's do some more uh, jokes. Uh, the Muslim joke I think is there. The whole thing, the thing that I, I got going in, uh, in Portland was the, uh, I'm friends with a Muslim guy, good guy, but it's kind of awkward watching the news with him sometimes pause, let the audience fill in the blank, and it's like, another pipe bomb today from, uh, it's an unidentified man. No one knows the cause. His name was Mohammed Mohammedstein. And then it's just like, you're like, he's like, what? And you're like, will you tell your people to, you know, stop with the crazy stuff? And he's like, dude, do you think we're all terrorists? No, that's why, I know you're not. Your dad's a chiropractor. He came over in one of the good waves. So why don't, you, why don't you tell your guys, you know, tell your guys to just calm it down, pump the brakes and stop, you know, killing all the innocents. And he's like, dude, that's very, that's wrong, bro. I'm like, all right, then just meet us halfway. How about you stop praying loudly on, on planes? I'm like, keep it in your head. It's like, you can pray on a plane. Yeah, but we don't have the same plane history. And, you know, uh, our God is, is kind. You know, Jesus would always talk about forgiveness. Muhammad's all about, you know. He was a warlord with a six-year-old bride. You ever check out that Wikipedia page? The more simple and, and like, and dude bro it is, the funnier. It, you, you, um, you dance around the whole thing. And then he goes, no, I, I get to pray on a plane. I'm like, you know what makes me feel like I'm gonna die, right? He's like, you're being a dick. I'm like, fine, pray on the planes. And then pause. Can you stop dressing your chicks up like ninjas? You know, cause it, like what people ask is not that big, you know? Because no one's saying, don't, uh, anyone who prays on a plane, Christian or Muslim, is sketchy as fuck. I can, I can go with that. You know, if someone's loudly play, praying on a plane, yeah. That's a good addition, actually. I mean, listen, it's, 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 
it's a little it's a it's scary when a Christian prays on planes. When you guys do it's like horrifying. That's funny. Quitting was a pain. Oh, you guys, all right. You like the ninjas one? Sweet. Diffuse the Muslim situation. Yeah. How do you play on a northbound? How do you pray in a northbound fight? That's funny. Ninjas or pints of Guinnesses? That's funny. Pints of Guinnesses is funny. Do a bit about Hitler being the first male feminist in the friend zone. Well, I do a bit that he eats, he eats a lot of soy. And the worst combination in the history of mankind is soy and meth. Uh, like soy makes you bitchy and pissy and bloated, right? You're not really yourself and you want to take it out on people. Meth makes you actually fucking kill 6 million Jews. All right, I'm writing that down. It's a good run. All right. Soy and meth. Bitchy, but no energy, no energy. Too much soy. Meth, kill, you kill the Jews. All right, what do we got here? My favorite thing is because Hitler has been used so much as this altar of e evil, right? He gets more Netflix specials than anybody. And, uh, hang on, let's make a deal, Muslims. We'll give you the soy boys if you stop attacking us. It's a win-win. No more soy boys and the Muslims still get to kill Westerners. That's hilarious. Listen, Muslims, you guys get... Well, all right, this is what I need. You guys will be good at this right now. Think of the people that are the most hated, but not too serious. Like Lena Dunham is right at the money spot. Be like Muslims, you guys get Lena Dunham, people that don't say thank you when you hold the door for them. Lena Dunham, no thanks at doors. Like this is, this is where you guys are gonna crush because it's like, when I put the unbearables, <laughs> In a box, you guys are like, dit, 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 dit. the soy industry complex is turning the, the men gay 100%. Antifa's good, but I want something like very relatable, like somebody that says um too much. Blue haired feminist is good. Kevin Spacey's good, but like simple, simple movie theater talkers. But and I don't just mean blacks. I would soft will say, can't stand it when pedophiles pray on planes. Ha, <laughs> pray, spelled differently, hilarious. Uh, people who don't flush after they take a shit. That's a great one. Coldplay fans, TJ Miller, Andy Richter. Richter's good. Uh, the people who don't wave when you let them in. Yeah, because I already did that on a special. I, I have another special coming out in February that I taped three years ago. You guys will enjoy it. Wave when let in. Uh, Alex, Sarah Silverman, Kathy Griffin. Uh, walks too slow. Uh, doesn't know what they want when they reach the counter. Women who look like shaved potatoes. <laughs> uh, crop dust with farting. That's a good one. Uh, this is going so fast now. I, I knew you guys would crush it. Loud public shitters. That's a good one. Rosie, Road Ragers. Moms that don't beat their kids. That's funny. White people with thick, stinky dreads. That's funny. Mouth breathers. I'm a mouth breather, though, kind of. People who sh shit with the door open. Valley speech. Drivers who try to hide texting. Uh, texting drivers is good. If I hear someone praying loudly in a foreign language on a plane, I get nervous. Except when I look back and see a red dot on their forehead. Yeah, red dot means chill. 
uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, people hate celebrities now. It's hilarious. But I want like a group so that we can say how many that they can keep killing. Uh, CrossFitters is good. Vegans, vegans, CrossFitters, because like um, the angle of you can keep killing Westerners. They'd run out of people if we just fed them Seth Rogen. Gender studies providers is good. Uh, people ask how many nuggets are in a six piece. That's funny. Six piece. Are you not a Grande fans? Yeah, but that, I mean, I, <laughs> intersectional feminists. A lot of people, when I tour, a lot of people don't know some of the shit that we know about. Fat girls who wear beige. I don't know, fat girls never really get, like, there's too many women that think they're fat that they don't, they get pissed. The drunk friend who always ends up ruining the night. Drunk friends, um, the view, Hollywood pedos, um, Hamas, <laughs> feminists, NFL kneelers, this is all great. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, I, at the very end I can just add somebody, and Jimmy Kimmel. Put, uh, Portland comedians, pussy hats. Pussy has. People who take the center urinal. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Like the more just benign, the funnier. Uh, fat men who don't wear shirts. See, I like those though, because they make me feel better about myself. Because I feel like I'm a little, you know, I could lose a little bit, but I'm still not like fat, but I'm like, remember? Remember the good old days? Um, the Chicago Bears? No way. I like anything that's a bear. The one guy that always forgets his wallet. That's a funny one. Democratic centers, Hillary supporters. The more just mundane Prius drivers. There we go. Dudes that sit down to pee. That's an, all right. We got we got a ton. We got way too much, but that's perfect. You can keep killing Westerners, and none of our good ones die. Win-win. Or as Mohammed used to say. He didn't talk much. He was just killing everybody. All right, cool. All right, uh, sacred Christian. You're scared when you hear a Christian praying on a plane, but when you hear a Muslim praying on a plane, it's like, it's uh, it's horrifying. <laughs> All right, uh, reaching shelves for my wife. That's a, that's already done. I think. Chickens, chopping off the chicken heads. The male, the male feminism stuff has been killing. Like when I put it online, you guys seem to really enjoy it in the comment se section. So uh, I appreciate when you guys comment because I read all of them. Even if I don't like them or comment, that's because I'm, I'm reading them on my, on my phone. I, I appreciate all of them. Just trust me on that. You should scream Allo Akbar at the end. Uh, I mean, that's when I actually die though. Muhammad, the ultimate get off my lawn kind of guy. Yeah, you gotta respect him almost. He's like, get off my lawn. Because it's always good to add a twist like that. Where you're like, you know, but I do also kind of respect Muhammad because he's just like, get off my lawn. Or I'll kill you all for a thousand years, especially the Jews and everyone else. People give their pets antidepressants. That's another good one. But we're drowning in that one. If I get too many, I may not be able to pick. Chickens, I do the one about... Oh, so that's tofu turkey goes into that. 
And then people are like, but the chickens, it's like, I own chickens, fuck chickens. We accidentally got four roosters, and I'm telling you, if you have four roosters and ten hens, shit gets very rapey. Uh, a lot of pecking, a lot of raping, a lot of feathers flying everywhere. And I'm protective of those hens, unlike Hollywood. Uh, I'm protective of women, unlike the men in Hollywood. And I wasn't going to listen to them talk about going to rehab. I, I killed all. Me and my brother chopped all their heads off, but it was an interesting process because you grab the, the rooster and he looks at you. Like, what are you going to do about it? Because he still thinks he's safe. But then you put him on the block and he sees that you got a, a hatchet. And he's like, I'm going to rehab, man, I swear. You know, I've been living a gay life. I'm a gay... Oh, yeah, yeah, That's something I haven't done yet. So, chickens. I'm ready to say, I'm ready to reveal I'm a gay man. What are the other excuses these fucking assholes say? I'm a gay man. And, and I, it, you know, the, the rooster's like, man, I swear, she was asking for it, man. Uh, what? Uh, Hitler loved. Hitler is, is Archie Bunker. is hysterical. God, you guys are fucking funny. Well, Mohammed. We got to stick with the Mohammed thing, because everyone makes fun of Hitler. Poor Hitler. Mohammed Archie Bunker. Um, what, what are the other things that these guys say? So you got Weinstein uh, ordering an anchovy and pineapple pizza to console myself. I heard they're closet descendants of dinosaurs. They are. They're definitely dinosaurs. They're crazy and they're super stupid. Everyone is worried about chimps getting guns and machetes, but no one is worried about sharks using fish finders on people. That's funny. Tell the, I feel like that's, that's, that's so... Tell the rooster to take a knee or come out as a gay man. Oh, it's like I'm standing up for oppression. Oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay them lay them all out. Just fuck everybody over. I'm really standing up for oppression. Uh, every executive has a lock button in the in the in the hen house. And no, but then they're like, "Come on, man! I'm you. You never been." And I'm just like, and then the and then the hens are looking at me like. Yeah, that's what happens, bro. You got the big bear coming at you now. He don't watch you rape and pecking me. I'm like, yeah, girls, that's right. That's right. And I'm just like, fucking bam. I'm like, is he the motherfucker who did that to you? Huh, Clucky? We named uh, the, one of the roosters that we killed, we named him Elvis. And when we chopped his head off, me and my brother just go, Elvis has left the building. I'm writing that down. Elvis has left the building. Hitler was a hero. He managed to kill that guy who was rounding up the Jews. That's funny. I feel like someone's already done that, though. I was now rejoin my family and reflect on stage of limitation a lot. You do a great hen. Thank you. I've been working on my hen impression. Uh, that's... The rooster blames the hens for showing too much breast. Yeah. That's a good one. Showing too much breast. Believe chickens. But the thing is, is like, in that situation, the hens are totally innocent. Like, they really are victims. They're getting raped and pecked. I'm going to the bathroom to read Alice's last words. I had a chicken called Lenny. Never name your chickens. Yeah, I don't... I bought six rape buttons. It's the roosty... It's the roostyarchy. Oh, that's a good one, cold sheep. Good stocking stuffers. 
Anyone noticed cum stain on his sweater? I mean, that's mustard, so just it, just trust me, it isn't cum. My wife used to always say the same shit. She's like, is that cum? No, I mean, that's yellow. So, I, like, this morning my son was eating on me. It could be uh, sour cream. Like, I even posted a picture on Instagram. Like, he was, he was sleeping on me, and I'm eating, and I just kept spilling shit all over myself because he was asleep. Kill all roosters. The rooster, can you... Oh, yeah, kill all roosters. But then who wakes you up in the morning? Then I got to take the side of the rooster. Kill all roosters. But then you sleep in. Those eggs don't get fertilized. And if you don't have a protector, a bunch of raccoons come in and eat all your hands, Muslims. And if you don't have a protector raccoons they immigrate on a false passport and they still kill all the heads it's not come guys it's yellow why do some black dudes love fat pale white redheaded with ugly faces are they white blind I think they're just so excited to, to just jump the tracks you know it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I just think they're really excited about that. All right, what's up next here? I feel like I have so much material now just from adding with you guys on these. That rooster feels no cock guilt. <laughs> Foxes eat hens. They do. So do raccoons. So do, uh, we have an issue with a, uh, a type of cat. With the, oh, a fisher. A fisher cat. He's a real piece of shit. Oh, and use vermin instead of raccoon. Vermin. What if I just say coons? And not that I think... Uh, if I'm not even going to say that thought. Alright, here we go. I'm going to do the four non-blonde song from a previous uh, stream. Soy Boy song. Spanish joke is locked. The L and La. I didn't do it on my last special, so I'm good on that one. Second pregnancy is good, I think. Where it's like the second pregnancy, I'm so much more... Uh, uh, I'm so much more uh, understanding because I've seen the whole process and, and I've watched her body make a human and then have the human come out of her. So now, like in the first pregnancy, she'd be like, I'm nauseous. And I'm like, you don't think I'm nauseous? I'm hammered all the time. Dude, you try doing 20 shots and not, not want to puke. Come on. But this time, uh, this time it's different. Progressive slavery. No white pride, but no white shame. That's going to be a big, uh, a big theme. Uh, man, I have a lot of bits. David Attenborough. That's a good one. Modern chickens are mostly breast meat. Well, I've I've a laying chicken. They they lay eggs. We don't. They're not for eating. We they're for eggs. We get uh, six eggs a day. Are you gonna be on Crowder sixteen hours? Yeah, tomorrow morning. Uh, you realize the crazy of pregnant is normal. Yeah, and it's actually kind of like this is the thing about women being crazy. When you have kids and you're always around women with kids and pregnant and all that, you realize that if women weren't crazy, all these kids would just die. 
Like, they're, like, over fucking anxiety. Because women have more anxiety than men. It's a fact. They're more neurotic. You know, they're like, why does this lamp look like that? I, I do bits about it. You know, the is this wave supposed to look like that? With Google Tsunami. And men are like, why is Tsunami spelled with a T? It's because women keep them alive for the first, like, six years of their life when they can just die anytime. Like, they're like, oh, no way, an escalator. I'm going to put my whole head in it. I'm writing all this down. All right. They die first five years. Escalator. So they're constantly scanning and sweating. So, like, once a woman has a child, she just basically becomes a guy. Like, like the level of anxiety that men have, like, normally is like them now. Because matter, like, because now that they actually are confronted with nonstop anxiety, but their body's built to look for nonstop anxiety, they just become like normal. And then you throw in the dopamine they get from breastfeeding, lowers the chance of getting breast cancer by 70%. Would you fucking put that in your pink shoes? All right. Um, female anxiety gets filled. They act like normal people. It's kind of like, uh, like really hyperactive kids. A lot of them that, that people say they have ADHD and shit, they're just really, really good guys. They're like, men are built for just fucking war, right? Digging holes, killing people, finding food, killing antelopes, kicking ass, you know, banging, like nurturing, punching. So like when you have like a really good male boy, he's just going to be running around fucking um, drawing crayons on his face and shit. And so it's the same with, with women. It's like women, um, like a, like my wife is like crazy. And now she isn't at all. Like not at all. It's fucking psychotic. Like she used to like overthink everything. Like every, everything I did. She literally thought like if, if a bird shit on my, on my shoulder, she'd be like, is that come? You come on yourself? You, you, what's going, is that come? And then once she, like, once she got pregnant is when everything really changed for us. She's just, like, built to be a mom. It's like, her body was just like, yes. And now, I mean, it's tough to even get her going with, like, fights. Like, she just mellows me out. Like, our, our genders have almost reversed in certain ways where I was always the, the typical guy with, like, just leave me alone. Like, stop overthinking everything. And now, because it's like... When, when a mom has a young child, she's constantly inundated, you know, a lot of, a lot of like cuddling and the kid's real needy and shit. And uh, so they're getting, they're, they're both needed a ton, but also they like, the kid's kind of like affectionate, not in a creepy way, but just a lot of skin on skin, just like hugging and shit. And so the dude in the beginning almost starts being somewhat female, somewhat soy, you know, where you're like, did you even notice that I, I cut my own pubes? Oh, that's a fun. That's a good spot for a joke. See, want to know the secret? Uh, uh, a comedy guy. It's not that hard. You get a good, honest premise, and then you get one little joke in it. Like that whole thing is just a premise. The joke has to be like what the example is, right? So, uh, reverse gender with young child, and then the example is the joke. Did you 
not notice that I trimmed my own pubes? And the joke has to be like a little dumb, but at the same time, a little true. It's psychotic that she's not crazy. That's a good one. Yeah, women are typically crazy. Like they're, but it, that's why I'm so adamant about like women like are built to be moms and men are built to work. It's like men are fucking vicious. That's why, uh, that's why, uh, uh, we have, you know, men have, have like road rage and all this shit because we're not allowed to express ourselves. That's why dudes like Rogan and all those guys are like so mellow because they just beat the shit out of each other in their, in their free time. And then when it's time to just talk, they're like, hey, no way. And uh, men that just are in cubicles all day are like, fuck. <laughs> it's mad to be white, let's be honest. No, it's awesome being white. Being white is great. Because it's like, you're just white. Like, you have that out of the way. You're not trying to, you're not trying to be anything you're not. I mean, a lot of them are. I mean, let's face the fact, it's not a fun time to be white. But that's why we got to really get into it. Oh, and think of a way to test women like they do to men. Everything is a mental test to see if you love them. The whole reason that men, women test men so much is for that first night when the baby's crying. They want you to not leave. That's the funniest thing. I'm a wealth of knowledge about men and women shit. But once the postmodernists and the and the SJW types made it so that I couldn't do male female jokes without being problematic and getting kicked off the CW, uh, I got obsessed with all this shit about like you know PC stuff and, and mocking all that. I'm not naturally as good at at, the, at mocking the left. The male female shit. It's like that's my fucking what I'm really good at. But the PC stuff, I've dedicated so much time and effort to it that I'm starting to... Rogan should stand up for you. Fuck him for calling you out. What did he say? What did Rogan say, Chase? Chase, what did he say? Talk to me. What did Rogan... Me and Rogan are friends. I've done Rogan twice in the last three months. I'm young and you're very helpful. Thanks, Humble Bear. Chase, am I, is there something I don't know? Hang on. You've got to read David Data. I will. Anyone see Owen's cookie video? Yeah, people have been digging the cookie video. A joke about how you could kick the kid's ass because your wife is paying them more attention than you. Like you're emasculated by your baby child. I do a bit about that. It's, uh... It's like, it's when he's bre when he first started breastfeeding. Oh, wrong Rogan. You talking about Seth Rogan? Rogan is a... Fucking snake. Rogan's no snake, man. Rogan's great. When he when he says for you to cool it. Oh, I honestly think he's trying to help his friend. I swear to God. Stop tripping out, Owen. What am I tripping out about? It was a joke. I was doing the anxiety thing. <laughs> like I don't think right. Like I like what I just did was a joke. Tell me, tell me what he said. Can you got you guys can't tell that's a joke. Rogan isn't talking shit, Owen. He's just suggesting. Owen not get so worked up. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I, I, I don't think Rogan was... It's all good. No, what, he's trying to help his friend. Like, when Rogan gives you that advice, it's like good advice. It's just not... I can't do it. I can't do it without changing myself. Because there are habits that, like, should be broken. And you feel that it's hard to break. Where you're like, okay, I want this fucking cheesecake. 
Um, Rogan said, what one? Oh, nothing, Chad. Chad, why don't you go back to your little stupid Cambodian village where they treat you like big white god. Uh, you know, like uh, cheesecake. It would, be a, it would be a shitty move to be like, hey, listen, I, it's just me to like cheesecake. But tweeting too much, I really think that my brain functions in chaos. And if I like, if I don't have that outlet, I don't know where I would get it. I mean, I would find a place. I would just get, I don't know. Maybe it's a waste of time. I'm, I, I'm thinking about going back to a flip phone, to be honest with you. But it's like, I just, uh, I don't know. Fight Joe Rogan? No, I'm friends with Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan would beat me up in under three seconds. Rogan's philosophy is just everyone be good. Yeah, I, dude, Rogan's a fucking... He's one of the most important figures in our society. And I'm not buttering him, buttering him up for that. Name one other uh, media mogul that is so capable of bringing on anyone on his show. Where it's like, he like literally, whatever he's interested in, he's just like, okay. Yeah, he's the least... like Besides Rogan, seems like a stab you in the front sort of guy. 100%. Like, no one is more like that. Where he just... I think if there's any weaknesses of him, it's that he's too... That's one thing that we bonded over, actually, is that... Like, we'll get caught up in shit that we haven't really vetted. Like, one time I tweeted about um, J.K. Rowling buying some dude's house and selling it because he, like... He heckled him on she he heckled her on Twitter and I was like, This will not stand. And it was a funnier die article. You know, and I think me and him both have that like um that ability, if not control. That's a weakness I have. Um where it's like to not just go straight impulse, you know? When it's like um when you just read something and you're like, fuck. Cause it's like, I'm starting to realize that there are a lot of bots out there. And cause I was talking to my buddy, Josh Wolf, great comedian, right? And, uh, oh, someone said nothing wrong with over twitting. Yeah. I think it's, I think Twitter is, uh, it's designed for it. I think people on Twitter, there's two types of people that go on Twitter. Like my, like Joe is so famous that all he has to do is just like, like he uses Twitter as just his, uh, like I'm going, I'm going live at three. Right, because everyone knows Rogan, and he spends most of his day shooting bows and arrows and fighting human gorillas. I a lot of times I'm sitting by a sleeping kid or trying to learn piano. You know, I'm teaching myself piano and just getting a little fired up. That's why a lot of those are from the d desktop. Like I write these jokes a lot, right? Yeah, geez, don't just because you assume that people live abroad, they do it for the reasons I can't be with my family in the states. Don't assume motive, man. You better be being sarcastic, Chad, or I will I will seriously come for you. You think I actually think that... Oh, yeah, you are being funny. All right, cool. Um, it's like I don't have like a bow and arrow range, and maybe I should just start fucking killing people. I don't know. I don't know. But I just think that I enjoy it and other people enjoy it. And once people know I'm not really mad, that like it's all fun... Like Twitter chaos is really fun because I've had people tweet me like, "Hey man, you, I, I'm a big fan, and uh, I have to, I'm, I have to get rid of your notifications because you fucking tweet too much." And I see why that's a problem because then when I tweet that I'm like going on tour, or like a new video, 
people don't see it because no one's just scanning the fucking timeline. And it's too annoying to just keep... It's like being in a group text with 30 dudes. I know you're being funny, Chad. Um, it just keeps buzzing. I think it's similar to that. And I can see his point where if you, if you tweet too much, a lot of people take off the notifications. And then when something's important, it, it doesn't go. But see, I don't see Twitter that way. Twitter is just a place where I just like to fucking... I like word battles. My dad is a rhetoric professor. He fucked my brain up in a, in a kind of good way. Where um, he would have me debate shit and argue shit and argue impossible sides from the time I was like four. And so that's what I get out of um, Twitter. It's like, oh, like it's just this word MMA. And if it wasn't Twitter, I would just go into Target and just grab someone and just be like, just start fucking arguing with them. I would never call Chad short or fat. Could I have you back? I gotta have you back. I beat that shit. But I should get another hobby. I should get more chaos. Uh, but I don't really have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with like tweeting too much. I have a blast with your big brother on Twitter. Yeah, man. Like, our community is fun as shit. Like, Twitter used to be really boring. Like, when I had to always think about my, my handlers and my overlords and, like, could I actually say what I believed or would I get fired from a TV show or something? Owen, did your dad have you debate for your cereal in the morning? Owen, give me a cog, uh, coherent argument on why you should get a bowl of cereal. No, he wasn't that much, but he would. we would play, um, it was usually politics. Like, we'd have to argue for or against almost every policy. And my dad's a liberal, and I am conservative. That, I, was, I was listening to Brett and Joe on uh, Rogan today, and they both seemed to, like, not get what conservative means. Because they'd be like, oh, like, they'd be like, well, I'm not a conservative. And then they describe conservatism. Everyone understood that. Conservative doesn't mean, like, n no kissing before marriage. It means you want to conserve the Constitution of the Founding Fathers. That you want a set system, and then you can change within that system. Conservatism is actually a profoundly radical idea that works so well, it's worth holding on to. Uh, I don't fucking know. I gotta go. I gotta go work out. Get a bow. I have a bow. I shoot the bow. But my thing is piano. Like, I love piano. And piano is always near a computer because I'm always looking up new songs. But why do I even care? I, I enjoy it. Rogan is half lefty. I don't know how you can be half lefty. Michael Malice asked him once, like, in, in just such a good question. Like, liking weed doesn't make you a lefty. Like, he asked me, he goes, do you think people are born different? Because that's the question about whether or not someone's on the right or the left. Almost everyone is on the right. Because it doesn't mean you, you don't think gays should get married or whatever. It literally just means, like when they were talking equality of outcome versus opportunity, that's, the left is determinant on equality of outcome. That's what it is. I'm not saying uh, a classical liberal or libertarian. That's actually on the right. That's blatantly on the right. Oh, no. How bad am I if my middle name is David? Pretty bad. Uh, yeah, but a libertarian, isn't that on the right? Is it, am I missing something? We're going to shoot trick shots with the bow. But what if my bow and arrow is words? 
Rogan tends to lean the way his guests lean. It probably gets his high agreeableness. I don't know, man. I have a lot of respect for that guy, man. I've heard him like fully debate people and go after people. And, and I think that what one good thing that he does for society, and I think it's so important, is uh, he lets people like talk out these concepts that terrify people, that like make that like make people furious in short bursts. He lets people fully do it. And if he sounds agreeable sometimes, it's more uh, a social, it's a, it's a social step. He's not like, he's not saying things he doesn't believe. He's just almost offering tea. You know what I'm saying? Someone just said libertarians are far right. Well, I mean, of course they are. It's like, that's the definition of, of right wing. I'm a right leaning stoner. I mean, I don't know anybody that actually believes in the left. They just do it because they don't want to be called fucking names. It's just, please don't understand the intellectual nature of the unbearables. Oh, dude, the unbearables are wicked smart. Here, like, here's something about the left. The left will change their opinion based on who they're talking to. Did you listen to the Neil Brennan interview? And I like Neil as a person, as a comedian, but it was like... Like, he'd say something, and then Rogan would be like, no, I don't think so. And he'd be like, yeah, totally not. It was so weird. Same with uh, that director of all those, like, fat, high sex movies. 40-year-old virgin. What the fuck's that guy's name? That that, that fucking old weirdo. <laughs> um, Judd. Judd Apatow. Same thing. He'd be like, yeah, I believe this. And if someone's like, not nah, really, he's like, yeah, no, definitely not. It's all about power acquisition with no ethical stance. And you will do anything to say whatever the people around you want you to say. And unfortunately, I think the Overton window is, is, is going so far left. And I figured out why. Fucking figured out why. I figured out why. It's because bots, right? The bots come at you. And, oh, I forgot to finish the Josh Wolf, Josh Wolf story. He was, like, talking about how all these frogs were coming at him. And I'm like, you know, a lot of those aren't real people, right? They're bots. And he's like, no, these are real people. I, I went on there. They have whole profiles. And I'm like, dude, the bots mirror actual profiles. And the way they talk is so fucking real that you can't tell the difference. And I'm like, the funniest part, I never get uh, botted by frogs. Because they can probably see that a lot of my followers lean right. I'm like, a lot of your followers lean left. You're also Jewish and you're in the entertainment industry. I'm like, a bot swarm comes at what you like fear, right? So my bots are like fucking transgender kid parents like that's what gets me to click 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 right and um and the reason the overton window is going so far left is because when they see it's something called astroturfing grass grassroots is like red bull people just start talking about red bull it, it just goes right astroturfing is like when they when they fake that, where they make it seem like, oh, Josh Wolf is funny, dude. He's one of my, a close friend of mine. He's awesome. Um, Juliana, thanks for the super chat. I think the left has gone so far left, and anyone who isn't a pathological leftist is considered as conservative, even if they are actually a classical liberal. I don't see anything pejorative about the word conservative. People fucking act like it's like, listen, I'm no conservative, but what the fuck's wrong with being a conservative? Like half the country and like the founding of our country and like, you know, the right answer for like 90% of shit. That's like a bad word. Anyway, astroturfing is when people fake a social movement. 
with bots. Where like all these bots are saying how funny Amy Schumer is or how funny uh, Sarah Silverman's new special is. Like, oh my God, you you have to check out Sarah Silverman's new special. And Twitter actively does this. You go on Twitter, you see those like moments of the day, and it's such horseshit. They just get they just get all these likes and like this dude said that, did this post about like Trump as Hitler guns and it had 30,000 retweets and like a hundred replies. That's the opposite of mine. Mine are like, like my retweet to, to follower ratio is high. And it's also tons of discussions with real human beings, right? That's called an actual grassroots following. What they do is they'll have like just all these bots do that. And then this is the left has high agreeableness so they fucking just go wherever that goes. And that's why the right doesn't move as much. They'll move a little bit, a little bit, but not really, you know? But the left is like, oh, what do we believe now? Like that moment when it's like, oh, Trump fired Comey and everyone claps when, uh, what's that guy, that fucking convert, cop, Colbert. When Colbert was like, Trump fired Comey, and everyone's like, yeah. And then he was like, no, it's bad. And they're like, yeah, boo. Picture, picture a, uh, a, a right-leaning crowd doing that. Imagine you go out on, uh, on like, let's say, uh, Glenn Beck's show, and you're like, abortion got, was, is now illegal. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, no, it's bad. You think they'd change? They'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> We're still happy, man. You don't get to tell me what I believe. And that's why the Overton window is going left, because there's a portion of the population that are so gutless. They're, they're riddled with soy. They have no dick. And, uh, and they just go the direction of whatever people tell them. And, and that's what made me an outcast, is because I don't possess that gene. We're like, I naturally am just pretty open-minded. Like, I just am. And that's why like, I think Hollywood accepted me early, because I just have that vibe. But then I, I didn't keep moving with it. And they kept shining fancy shit at me. And I'm like, no, no, I'll just go to another party then. And uh, and they freaked out because it was like, I was like an imposter. I, ha I didn't actually possess the gene that makes me agree with fucking retards. They have low T. Yeah, like, like Rogan has high T. That's why Rogan is such a unicorn in Hollywood. And uh, it's funny though, it's like he's so immersed in it that sometimes I'm like, I know you don't think that though. You just gotta leave fucking LA County. Like no one thinks some of this shit. I know he traveled, whatever, fucking. It's also when you get super famous, sometimes you don't always see like, I'm jaded from working in comedy clubs. You, my friend, Nick DiPaolo and David Tell make me laugh out loud, that's why I'm a bear. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you just listed people that are like self-destructively genuine. You can only push a good man so far, then his inner bear takes over. You you physically can't. I worked for years. I'm fucking painted in the mural at the Hollywood Improv. My picture's hanging on the wall. That's so hard to do. I worked so fucking hard to get that shit, and then to give it up over an issue like trans kids, I physically couldn't agree with them. I, I just couldn't do it. I'm like, fuck. And it's like... And the left has no concept of that because they just agree with anything. So they think that you're like, they're like in their minds, they're like, why wouldn't you just agree? Because they don't understand that that hurts. So they're like, oh, you're just trying to torch yourself, torch your fucking 
uh, career. It's like, no, I just can't bend with psychosis, you fucking rapist. They want you low T so they can make your mind for you. Yeah, they want you low T. That's why so many Canadians, I saw you open for Nick Swartzen at the Improv like 13 years ago. You were funny then too. Right, because I never was a cuck. I was never like bowing ever. It's just the world wasn't as crazy then. Like if you took any Zach Galifianakis, any Daniel Tosh set, any Nick Swartzen set, any of these dudes sets from 2005 and you put them on stage right now, they're going to fucking prison. Zach Galifianakis used to say nigger on stage. Hey Owen, check out Matt Christensen's latest video on a trans kids documentary that got banned in Cook Canada. I did, I retweeted that. It's psychotic. Everyone knows trans kid shit is bad. Everyone single, every single person alive. And and it's the same with abortion. It's just people don't, people, people are so fucking overtinned out on abortion that some people literally can't conceive of it being immoral. And um, I think that's one of those issues that from a real distance, I mean, the Chinese government aborted 40 million girls, right? That's what happens when abortion uh, goes its uh, its root. And Brett Weinstein, the, I love that motherfucker. He brought up such a good point about evolution of an idea, right? Like sometimes you, you start an idea and you don't even understand how far it can go. And so not only do you have to, um, not only do you have to like figure out what the idea is at the time, you have to think like, what doors will this idea open? And once, that's one reason, because uh, my natural gut in the, it, for a while was always like, a woman should have a window, you know, like six weeks. That she can just, you know, bail on a pregnancy. Just a little window. And then I realized that um, that window sets legal precedent for, for just absolute monstrosity. And then when you really do the logic of it, you have to go all the way back until conception. Or else, like, you know, not to, I, I, I've been talking way too much about Rogan. I sound like I'm fucking full of soy right now. I've just got cocks and soy in me, but... Um, like him and Neil Brennan were talking about that when Neil Brennan was like, yeah, of course, abortion's great. Like, love abortion. And Rogan was like, yeah, but th there's a time when it becomes wrong. Like, when is that time? Like, it's not just... Because Ro Rogan once had someone on his pod where, uh, where he said abortion is up to nine months, which is what the Democratic Party stands for at this point. That's why when people say I'm reacting to fringe leftists, I am not. Elizabeth Warren thinks you should be able to have an abortion up until the day of birth. Yeah, fucking let that sink in. And don't let that Overton window push you. That's wrong and you fucking know it. All right, so anyway, you know, Neil Brown's like, yeah, abortion's the best, you know. And then Rogan was like, yeah, but not really, right? And he's like, yeah, no, definitely not really. And uh, and they're like talking about like when when is it bad? Like when is it just a clump of cells and when does it become weird? It's like heartbeat? It's like, you can abort heartbeat. And Rowan's like, Kenya? It's like, I don't know, Kenya? And it's like, when, when it's viable outside of the mother, is that in West Virginia? Or is that in like the high-tech hospital of like Tokyo? Because that's a different time. You know, in West Virginia, you can't survive outside of a womb until 90 weeks. <laughs> and so it's almost like the gun debate. That's why I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, pro second amendment to the nth degree is because like 
Sometimes bear is 11 years too late to abort. That's hilarious. Uh, second trimester, full term is no bueno. Well, I, I think it's all no bueno because it's just like the uh, the gun debate. So you, you got to be able to like put this these logical things in motion because if you don't, any chink in the armor, no offense, Herman, it wasn't racial, will just open with corruption because one in a hundred people are psychotic, right? So anytime you see an opening, it's kind of like the opening of socialism. I don't think Marx was psychotic. I think he was a, a narcissist. I think Lenin was a little capable of monstrosity, but he thought he was doing the best he could. Stalin, full-blown sociopath. Once you get like an opening like uh, in human nature, right? Uh, socialism, communism can't possibly work because human nature doesn't match up with it. So when you force that, there's a little gap between reality and what you're uh, doing in the world. And in that little gap, you can just rip it all apart. So when you logically think like, all right, um, so a president can have armed guards with guns. And then people are like, yeah, the president. Okay, so governors? Yeah, governors. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Someone just brought up life of the mother. Yeah, of course, if life of the mother. I'm not even saying it should be illegal, guys. I don't think making shit illegal that a lot of people want fucking works at all. So don't think that I'm out here saying, like, we got to shut, like, shut all this shit down because I don't see that working either. I think this is a cultural issue. But just hear me on the guns, right? So, so governor, it's like, yeah, governor should have armed securities. State senator, mayor of a small town. It's like, how small is the town? How how do you how do you figure out the number? What about a dog catcher? That's a public official. What's the difference between a dog catcher and the president? Well, the president's a want, you know, people want to hurt the president. So now you're assuming the intent of a nation? Like, it, how much more do they want to kill them than the dog catcher? People hate the dog catcher. So, they're both public officials. And anyone that's like, you're stupid, Nazi, because they, they, they can't argue the logic of that. At what point does someone not have the right to arm themselves with a gun? And who gets to decide that point? Now, I think laws can be passed where you, you say, like, convicted felons are not allowed to possess guns. Kind of like that Texas shooter. Like, what he was thrown out of the Air Force for should have prevented him from having a gun. It is illegal. That should have... I agree with that shit. And I think, you know, local communities can make decisions like that. But at what point, fundamentally, how do you go from President of the United States to dog catcher? And at what point is that public official not allowed to have a gun? And it's a very similar thing with abortion, where you're like, okay, one day, one day before birth, bad to abort the kid, I'd say 99.9% of the population would say that that's a crime, that that's murder, that's a baby. We all know that's a baby, right? We all know that. So then, so then how far you go back and, uh, and, and it really just keeps going back. So that's my issue with it. And once you realize that, you can't prophesize the other direction if you truly don't believe it anymore. That's when evil comes in. Evil is banal. It's it's everywhere and it's little and shitty. It's not even as extraordinary. It's not flashy and fun. It's like little tiny things. Like once you know something's wrong and if you don't say it, you don't have to stop people from doing it. 
You don't have to try and pass a law. You don't have to do shit. But bearing false witness will fucking suck the soul out of your body. And I've seen it happen with family members, with myself. You know, I've caught things in time, fortunately, but... And I'm, I still do sometimes, guys. This is an ongoing battle. There is no, there is no, never trust anyone who says that they've found true, like true truth and peace. Fuck, man. Life is just a battle. But like, how do you, how do you, like once you know something's wrong, like how do you just say it's, it's not? And that's why I crush so hard on stage. Uh, that's literally it. I think the competition has gotten so full of shit that I now appear that much funnier. Because I've always been funny, but not like, I'm like literally becoming like really funny. And it's simply because everyone else has mind aids. We all know right now, one of the funniest things you can make fun of is Islam. There's so much false bullshit going on with that. And no one does. It's almost like a, it's very similar to the Jews. The Jews weren't, the, uh, blue blood uh, Europe wasn't allowed to lend money. It was seen as, uh, as uh, dirty, right? And the Jews were also seen as dirty. And so they made the Jews uh, be the money lenders. And then capitalism took off. The Jews at that point were in a very nice position. That's what's happening to me right now. Right now there's a system in place that won't let the farmers pick the best crops for whatever reason. Like, like these comedians aren't allowed to do the best jokes. So then I come in like a fucking a Jew in the year 950. And I just go, let's talk about the gays. That got an applause break. Just saying, let's talk about the gays because that it's like two tech, te- uh, two plate tectonic plates that have been like stressing for centuries and then bam, right? Because no one's doing it. You go, you know, Colbert, Fallon, all Kimmel, that crying bitch, right? You go on these things. They're not doing comedy. They're not mining this shit. So then I just, I have the ability of doing that because I don't need them. And I couldn't say lies like that. I couldn't, because once you bear false witness as a comedian, you no longer trust your instincts. You cannot be instinctual. Like, all right, like I was seeing comments, um, when I was just writing where people were like, oh, the joke whisperer, blah, blah. And, and people are like, sometimes wonder like, how do I write so fast? Anyone can. It's like, if you trust that your inner voice and you're good at the skill of comedy, that's like, that's just like putting together a carburetor if you're a mechanic, you know? And I think what I do is a lot easier than putting together a car or building a house. And it's like, imagine if you were a, a house builder and you had to pretend that um, let's say that like everybody was was into like all natural wood. Like it's all about cutting down a tree and then using that wood immediately. There's no chemicals in it. You don't have to dry it out. Okay, every, every, everyone who's worked with wood knows that you can't do that, right? The, the wood would rot and fall apart. Let's say everyone's doing that and you're the one house builder that goes, no, that's not right. And they all go, no. How dare you? Patriarchy. And you go, the house will fall apart though. And then you go from being a normal house builder to being the only house builder. <laughs> because, and, 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 and those other builders, like once they start lying to themselves, then they start believing it. Because what happens when people lie to themselves is you either, you, uh, 
you either start believing the lie or you admit you're a liar. And admitting you're a liar is really hard. And this happened to me when I was younger. And I used to like cheat on chicks, you know? And so I had to, I had to be like, okay, I'm either a cheater and a liar or this is a good thing and that men are supposed to do this. I chose the latter. And that's why you can usually tell if someone's a dick because they'll tell you straight to your face because they can't handle feeling like a liar and a cheater. It's very hard for people to do that. You know, like I would be the type to be like, if a girl was like, where were you last night? I'm like, I was with another girl. Okay. Like, why are you on my case? Like, that's what dudes do. No, good dudes don't do that. And I knew it inside. And fortunately it's a short run of that whole thing. But, uh, you can feel it, man. You can feel your insides just going, if you go down this road, you're not going to trust yourself anymore. And if you don't trust yourself anymore, how are you supposed to be in front of 500 drunk motherfuckers ready to destroy you? Cause we're all apes and you got a spotlight on them, on you. And, and their girl might be laughing a little too hard. And you know, he might be just got out of jail and doesn't understand nuance. And like, if you're in that position and you like are it all week with what your inner voice is, you are fucking dead. All right, it's not a lie if you believe it. George Costanza, right? Yeah, but look what happened to him. He ended up a bald, fat, self-hating guy. Like, that's why the, the self-hatred is starting to become a, a virtue. Because when you see these people that are full of self-hate, right? When they're like, life sucks. Trump is Hitler and I want to die. That means that they've accepted the lie so much that, that, that people in power can look at them and go, oh, he's one of us. He's a liar. He will go with anything. He will go with the globalist agenda or... He'll say the Caitlyn Jenner. That's why the Caitlyn Jenner thing was, that's why Bill Burr got launched so hard off that is because everyone's saying Caitlyn Jenner is a beautiful woman. Caitlyn Jenner is not a woman. That's like saying there's no woman. That's not a woman. Because you take testosterone doesn't mean you're a woman. That's like saying if you take a lot of cocaine, you become the micro machine auction guy. No, you're just on a drug. So the fact Bill Burr Norm McDonald's the same way, Dave Chappelle, you know, I'm not saying that I'm the best comedian right now. I'm saying I'm one of 10, maybe, that isn't just lying. <laughs> so Bill Burr's on Conan and he's like, yeah, but can't we just react to how crazy that is? And the whole world just went, what the fuck? Because that feeling when you just go, what he just said was so normal. Why the fuck aren't mo more people saying that? And it's so hard to say it. That trans kid issue that someone just talked about. Hang on. The trans kid issue is uh, loyalty check. Jesus Christ. They're all loyalty checks. Caitlyn Jenner being one of the year is a loyalty check. Saying men and women are identical, but a man can be in a woman is a loyalty check. Everyone knows they're fucking wrong. Right? So like, and like what I, with the trans kid thing with me, or like the free speech thing, when I went after that other famous guy about, he's saying that, Mel Brooks was wrong and Blazing Saddles is problematic. It's not easy to do. You think I want to fucking do this shit? It's like, it's terrifying. But the other option is more terrifying. Because then you're, you're always a liar. Everyone knows you're always a liar. And there's, there's these weird little things that people do. And uh, the moment for Trump was when he said that about Rosie O'Donnell. Someone, you, is it true that you hate all women? Just Rosie O'Donnell. And everyone just went... Why can't we say that? 
Like, that was funny. And then watching everyone fucking freak out. Bill Burr is not a hack. No, Bill Burr is amazing. Are you kidding me? When I was talking about myself rising or being a like one of the like a great comedian right now, it was not an attack at anyone else. I'm saying it at the level I'm at. Like headliner at comedy clubs. But I mean, take the great I, look at Pat Oswald. You watch his special? It's a sack of shit. It's like watching a talking sack of shit. And it's like and I'm not even saying I'm right. I would say, statistically speaking, 10% of the things I say are totally fucking wrong. I just don't know it. I just don't know it yet. And there's like a vibration in someone's voice that when you speak what you think is true, you hear it. There's, there's, there's ancient fucking instincts in us. And when you hear someone say something that you know they believe and that you kind of believe, you just go, ha, 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 ha. And when you see someone and you know they're lying, even if they, they're, they're not right, but like, you just clap. You don't laugh, you fucking clap. Uh, all right, Bruce Jenner is uh, a eunuch with boobs. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's, Rosie O'Donnell is all women. Now that is offensive. Bill Burr is a legend. Panetta's hilarious. Yeah, there's a lot of great comics, man. And it didn't used to be like this. Zach Galifianakis used to be one of the funniest people I've ever seen. He's still funny. He's a great actor. But his set, would make you piss yourself. Sarah Silverman used to be funny. That's the thing about what's happening to me. Just like the Overton window, Ari Shafir. Yeah, Ari Shafir is hilarious. Did someone just bring up Ari Shafir? Ari Shafir is one of the truth towers. Yeah, dude, there's a bunch of them. Burt Kreischer, um, let me just think. Dave Smith, he's he's fairly new to stand up, like new-ish, but like, there's a bunch of them. Um, you just know. This is another thing you got to watch out for is when you have a gay friend and like, and every time someone disagrees with them, they call it homophobia. They're now lying. Uh, the truer words spoken, we feel like a razor blades and glass. Dude, and that's a comedian's job. Some of you guys probably work in an office. You got an HR department. No one's asking you that you got to fucking speak the truth all the time. It, it might make it so your family doesn't eat. My entire job is this. And all these fucking comedians are reaching for the ring like it's fucking the Hobbit. And it's like you're not a, you're not a ring holder, bro. Someone said comedy is dying. No, competition to comedy is dying. Does it look like I'm dying? Fuck no. This YouTube account went from three thousand people to sixty thousand people in two months. Comedy doesn't die because it's in all of us all the time and will always be there. Look at like the Soviet fucking wall went up not only would you get killed for telling a joke you get killed if you fucking stop clapping before other people did that kill comedy no the descendants of those people still laugh those people wanted to laugh like you can't change nature you can't change what we are and so it's like people comedy is not dying competition is dying this is one of the most exciting times to be in comedy because it's like all you have to do is not lie. Owen is the man love your set in Portland. Thanks for the picture afterwards. Oh, anytime. I gotta go, by the way. I was gonna do I was gonna do 20 minutes. I just did an hour and 40 minutes. Could the unbearables help more comedians than Owen shake their overlords? How? Has to be the person to do it. It can't you can't help someone shake their overlords. You can help them once they do. I think uh Peterson was talking about that with Steph Steph Mal I almost called him Stephanie. 
with Steph, Stefan Malinu, where they're talking about forgiveness and how if someone has made the effort to acknowledge what they've done wrong and change, you have an obligation to forgive them or else you're, you're, carrying, you're carrying an unnecessary burden. Uh, but if someone doesn't make that effort, you shouldn't forgive them. It's the same thing with, uh, with people, with comedians and overlords. You can't have their back to have them beat their overlords. To, over, to overcome the overlords, you have to accept that you may not do comedy anymore. That something is more important to you than, than, than getting applause and your dick sucked. And that's the jump. And if another crowd of people starts encouraging you, all you are is jumping ship from one fucking cuck soy fest to another. And there's right-wing cuck soy fests. Where it's like if a bunch of people's like, yeah, call everyone a nigger. And some comedian's like, look at all these niggers. And they all go, ah, that guy didn't change. That's not truth. That's just another cuck appealing to a different fucking cuck crowd. So, like, you can't. You can't help anyone make any jump. It has to just happen, you know? 12 Triggers of Christmas Song was hilarious. Oh, thanks. Uh, all right, I got to go, guys. Oh, and those frogs are not bots. They're uh, Kekistani sock, sock accounts. Well, that's funny, but some are bots. Because uh, I know some of the people that started the algorithms and now can't control them. They literally may mirror some of those Kek guys. Like, they'll take an account and just mirror it and then just start another fucking thing. Uh, Austin, I forgot the philosopher, but he said that if you could find one possible problem with a philosophical idea, you need to throw it out. You need to like get through it. Uh, yeah, I like that. The philosopher, he said that if you could find one possible problem with a philosophical idea. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stress testing. You have to stress test ideas just like wings on a 747. You know, and that's why I, I, I don't have a full ideology really on, on economics or government. I'm not full conservative. I'm not full libertarian. I'm not full anarchist. Like none of that shit, because I, I, they, I, all of them, I do see a, a wrinkle. I mean, the worst by far is communism, socialism, leftism. Uh, but like each example, there's always a little thing where you want to tweak and change a little bit. And that's why I think conservatism is the best one because there's like a window that allows you to adapt and change. But at the same time, you know, it's a uh, there's a certain type of person that fights believing in uh in, in anything sacred, and so you have to figure out how to deal with that force because that's what we're dealing with right now. Is people that if you say you're a Christian, they go, "Oh, you're fucking stupid," or pro-life. You're so stupid and fucking evil. It's because they can't fathom believing in something sacred, where you're like, "Don't burn, don't burn the flag, don't fucking." piss on my grandfather's grave it's just a stone and those people will try and chip away at anything held as sacred all right last super chat and then i'm out socrates johnson fun chat have another beer bro take care good luck thank you everybody this has been a real blast you guys were so helpful to me and um i hope i, I you enjoyed my shit all right and uh hugepianist.com if you want my last special and subscribe to this account because although I have grown a lot in a few uh, months, 60,000 followers is a drop in the bucket compared to one of these like streamer Adderall kids. You know, I'll see some of these accounts with like 500,000 people and it's just like, like this wicked strung out kid just like uh, being like, yeah, so now we, we're like going around a corner and we're going to shoot this guy and then we're going to shoot our own dick and then we're going to 
say hi to our mom, and then we're going to shoot at this guy, and we're going to go up this tree, and so I'm nothing in the grand scheme of things when it comes to YouTube subscribers. So if you could spread the word, comment, like it, because comedy isn't dying, but it does need some help. <laughs> so if you like my comedy, if you feel like this is a, a breath of fresh air as a point of view, it's up to you to, to spread it. Because I'm a good buffer. Like, you don't have to say the shit I say because you don't want to get in trouble. So just spread me. Like a fucking disease. But it's a disease that'll make your cock work again and not be so riddled with soybeans. I love you guys.